This is BYBW, the sports gambling podcast with a clout ranging somewhere between UMass and UConn. Uh, we should all just have some self-respect and quit. And I'm Joe Public, often described as the UMass of sports gambling, uh, joined by our experts. Uh, on one side, we got Rain Man, who's going to give us what he calls his uh, big rubber. Uh, Rain Man, why do you call it the big rubber? Well, because if I don't turn these picks around quickly, I will soon have to enter the squid game. And right now, I'm filled with a lot of shame. So let's focus, turn it around from Mocktober to Locktober, and lock it up. Rub it down, baby. Let's go. You you went last past the first uh, red light. You'd be one of the ones running back towards the door, buddy. Uh, Joe, the only thing I actually have in common with the squid is the lack of spine. (laughs) Thank you. Virginia plus two and a half at Louisville. Brennan Armstrong. More people should be Louisville. talking about him. Louisville. More people. It's rude. Frankly, it's fucking rude. A capper on the other <laughs> end of the podcast. Showing major spine this year. He's 12 and 8. 60% on the season for my fellow communications majors out there. Not a real major. What's your big rubber? Uh, big rubber this week. Utah plus three and a half at USC. Pressure Ooh. versus Keaton's Ooh. pipes. Oh, man. USC. Almost We're dubbing the game pressure versus pipes. And pressure, pressure versus wins. pipes. Uh, I think I think if I there's saw that. Enough. That was a that was a Jenna Jameson one. No, that was pressure versus pipes three. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> it's a family show. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd, like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch BYBW. Check your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. Alright, this is BYBW. Uh, follow us on Instagram and please give us a rating and review. Uh, please do it. And when you do, only two requests. One, give us five stars. Uh, and two, in the review, mention how brave it is for Rain Man to continue making picks even after choosing Southern Miss to cover last week. You fucking imbecile. Yeah, how my numbers you? have been off on that team all year, so we're never allowed to bet on them again in 2021. Never. There, there are too many never agains already this college football season, but we will turn it around. Uh, we unfortunately, uh, as as does happen, uh, our, our our cameo didn't quite make it in. So to fill the void, we are bringing back. Uh, uh, it is one of our most popular segments, and that's not true. I'm just saying that. But this is the take quake. Ready? The take quake, which of course we, we give as we many as, as, as many style. takes as we can. Before time is up, here comes the take quick, gentlemen. All right. Ranch dressing is gross unless it's of a certain quality. Pass. PYU and Coastal Carolina are both better than Cincinnati. October is the best month of the year. Oh, fuck off. Deep, deep down, Jimbo Fisher hates what he has become. Americans who watch Premier League are trying too hard. The mullet is tough to pull off, but when executed, is the best haircut in the game. Good take. What Urban Meyer did wasn't even especially bad, but it was deeply funny, which is the greatest sin you can commit in our media cycle. Fancy donuts are not good. Every athlete that has ever come out of LSU is trash outside of Shaq. What happened to Richard Gere? I haven't thought about him in a while. I hope he's okay. 
<laughs> Ohio State is the third best team in the country. Maybe. I don't think they really found the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> I would pay for a service that pulled random people off the street and placed odds on what time their thir- on what their 40 time would be with no training or preparation. I have a problem. Watching Squid Game dubbed as opposed to with subtitles is a sign of undereducation and fear. Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> Scented candles, really nice. Signed off. People who watch every Marvel movie and TV show are also undereducated and afraid. Oh, Apologies to listeners, yourself. playing golf is overrated. Uh, signed <laughs> off. Uh, you're not having fun. Stop pretending you're having fun. Until for, like we three after like three and a half holes, like we get it. Until further notice, I should be physically restrained anytime I attempt to bet on Wisconsin. I would I would save money if I paid a security guard to do that. Literally, I would come out on top monetarily. <laughs> He's bad. Zion Williamson had the best college basketball season of all time from a statistical and social standpoint. I don't want to do this. The new, Supra- the new Sopranos <laughs> movie on HBO was fine, but largely derivative and unnecessary. Chocolate Rain is not and never was funny. I don't know Ooh. what that is. Chocolate, Chocolate Rain. rain. Uh, for, it, it's timeless. I, I, I wouldn't be able to explain to my younger self that I drink a lot of something called LaCroix. <laughs> Aaron Judge is the most overrated athlete in sports. I think I'd rather watch UGA and Alabama play a game for the next 10 weeks than any other team make the playoff. Uh, seven that's a series. horrific take. I think that's the worst take we got, so I think we're going to end on that. That's the take. I can, take I, can actually beat, I, can, I can give you a worst take real quick. You I haven't dare appreciated you. corn until you've done a deep internet dive into the nixtamalization process. Did you say – what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> nixtamalization. <laughs> Wait, you, go big red. Corn? Yeah, corn. Look it up. Yeah, no, that was really fucking dumb. I told you it was gonna uh, be a bad take. Uh, thanks for joining the take, Quake. Uh, but enough of that. Enough of that. Let's give our opinions on the only thing that matters, and that's making you money. This is the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right one. Winners, 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 winners. I feel ten feet tall right now. The weekly. Strong as an ox. All right, this is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh, coming off a three-in-one week, we have Capper. You're going to do the honors for us, leading with your big rubber, which is you got two inconsistent teams. You got uh, Utah and USC. Utah is going on the road at USC. They got a new quarterback. Uh, why did you circle this game as your lock? Ah. Uh- First off, I love this Utes pass rush. Uh, seventh in the country in sacks. They've got 12 Very good. total already. And Keaton Slovis, as good as he is, as much as I love him, he crumbles to pressure. But not only do they have such a good pass rush, they've got a very good secondary with talent all over. They got a dude um, named Van Fillinger. you love to do. see it. They do. I'm at, um, it's like a video game fake generated name for a defensive tackle, but he's real. Which you love to see. I mean, especially when you're playing college football and talking about college football. Um, good Man line movement here. Thirty percent of bets on Utah. The line has dropped from four to three and a half, even to three in some spots. Um, so try to get this one as early as you can. Um, USC is very good on offense. Um, they've been able to move the ball effectively, but Utah has been one of the best defenses in the country all year. Um, 
14th in the country against the pass, allowing 5.45 yards per attempt. Um, I think they get enough pressure here from the front seven um, on Keaton to just kind of get him out of sorts, force some turnovers, and win this game outright. Yeah, I, I hate this pick, actually. Uh, I think that USC <laughs> is a different team after Clay Helton was fired. Uh, They're that's not, not That's the reason why that wasn't in the take quake is it's not a hate quake take. USC is going to be better. They destroyed Colorado on the road. Colorado is not a terrible team. Uh, they're yes, at home. They US, this line basically is just giving USC home field advantage, and I think USC is a better team than Utah and should be able to handle this spread. Colorado is horrific, first off. And foremost. They're two and two and beat A and M, and A and M's not A and M, but they're a top twenty-five team. They didn't beat A and M. They came close. They you, came close. Oh, you, well, fine. More, if a moral victory exists, the, from the numbers guy saying that USC is a better team than Utah. Utah twenty-seventh and F plus tenth best defense. Yeah, yeah, but those stats include Clay Helton. Where is USC? Those stats include Clay Helton. I'm, I'm, I'm just yeah. moving past this. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue with idiocy. <laughs> not gonna do it like yes okay usc you think you USC are, is apparently better? you are gonna do it you think usc is better with an interim lame duck head yes. coach that has no chance yes. of becoming the head coach especially after yes. what they did with clay helton than yep. they were with clay helton who was already yes, yes very bad but they're, yep. they're not any better off yes they have no momentum D- disagree there that's where i that's where i disagree they are better off sorry i, I got in the malaise of saying yes why why? Why? Because the Why? team will rally around Clay Helton. Why? And they're going to rally around a guy who's coaching under Clay Helton for so long? I feel long? like a lot of times the players root for like the underdog, younger coach who's more of one of the guys in the locker room. I, I see, feel like you see that narrative a lot. That they know At least will the never first be their head coach. first season. Yeah, I think you see that a lot. I don't. Dude, um, I'm betting on the better defense fucking here. exists when you lose by three touchdowns to Oregon State, buddy. That, that season's over. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. It's googly um, great. Uh, USC is just not a good football team overall. And Utah actually, I think, still has a potential to be a good football team, especially Utah's losses are to San Diego State and BYU, which don't look as bad as they did before. Uh, They're traditionally a very strong team. Like, no one's ever going to say, like, no one's ever going to say a Kyle Whittingham coach team isn't solid. So if you have a solidly coached team, the three and a half. And USC Stanford loss yeah. doesn't look bad anymore either. So I'll be the I'll be the first to admit that I, I was on the Charlie Brewer hype train, uh, especially coming into this year. I thought he could be the quarterback that kind of takes them over Me the too. top. Um, but they're better off with Cam Rising. Like Charlie Brewer wasn't there, all, obviously all all there. So um, they've got a guy who has played plenty of college football before, is fully capable of leading an offense, um, and definitely good enough to put up points against this USC shitty defense. All right. So. Uh, that's enough time on this meaningless game. But we do have, uh, on the other end, we got a game that... It's not uh, meaningless for the Pac-12 championship. But, okay, Capper, what word would you use to describe the Pac-12 championship? Top of your head. You're going to say meaningless. <laughs> Thank you. Inconsequential for the elephant. Your big rubber, Rayman, is actually also on Capper Slate. You guys haven't agreed on a game all fucking year. It's, uh, it's Virginia time. plus two and a half at no, That's Bulba. not true. We had one. We had one, and it hit. Yeah, we had it one. Was, um, we had one this year. I forgot what it was. UCLA. Oh, UCLA. Yeah. 
And it uh, is. So right. anyways, yeah, this is a Virginia, wahoo wah, baby. I fucking love this team. It's so much fun. Reverse line movement on UVA. You love to see it. 36% of slips, and the line moved off a key number from 3 to 2.5. Uh, I will pause now, Capper, since you're also on it. Can you give me a round of applause for Bronco Mendenhall and what he's done for this program? I love Bronco. Um, I, Joe's clapping. Joe's clapping. Capper, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so I think UVA is the much better team. And Yeah, you can stop now. They are it's averaging like the an absurd... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> They're averaging an absurd 526 yards on offense, a team giving up an absurd 435 yards on defense. UVA That's is going to be able to score right? at will. It really is. Uh, Brennan Armstrong has 1,973 passing yards in five games. Who wants to guess where that ranks in all of the FBS? Second. He's number one, isn't he? Absolutely. Second. Second. Behind behind the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky on a per-game basis. Also second on a flat basis. Fresno State's played another game, so they they have the higher aggregate. Louisville's signature win against UCF was very, very fluky pick six at the end of the game. Uh, I like Virginia, and I can't believe they're actually getting some points here. Oh, my God. Their win against Miami was I – was I was on Miami. Oh, that was fucking brutal. I was on Miami well, line that game. Well, we'll we'll back up Ooh. for a second. You, Louisville also beat Florida State. Huge win. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a circle the wagons game. Got against em. a technically divi- against a technically Division One team. Yeah, um, very big, big, very big for the program in Scott Satterfield. I, I don't I don't have much much to add here. This, this is just the case of a better team. Um, Obviously on the road here, but getting points. I think they went out right here. I think that's. I think it's pretty yeah, simple. Easily, money line. Um, the ACC has just been. I don't know. It's been all over the place. Week to week, you don't know what's going to happen. Bad teams are beating supposedly good teams. Supposedly, ACC is actually looking pretty good in the efficiency conference rankings. Uh, Big Ten, I believe, East is number one, and then ACC is number what two. The, what the fuck and does then that the SEC even West. mean? I'm not, they only I'm not play each other, so why does that matter? No, they don't. There's plenty of out-of-conference games. Oh, please. Uh, it's, not, it's not a good conference. I mean, you, it doesn't mean a lot. Better. I'm just saying the ACC is not as down as people think, all because the headliner in Clemson's not very good this year. doesn't mean that the rest of the conference hasn't gotten a lot better. Dude, like, they're, all, they're all you look fucking at Syracuse taking a step forward. Yeah, I think, each other. I think that you look probably, at UVA. I don't think UVA is average. You look at UNC, two-loss team, but very good. Virginia Tech, they have a path to be very, very good this year. They can't play any defense, buddy. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? That was the Man, one. I, they that, don't play I'll, any fucking defense. That was the one I cut. I love Virginia Tech this weekend. Oh, stay tuned then, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Teaser. Stay tuned then, buddy. Uh, okay, so I, well, you know, it's pretty boring when you guys agree. So we're gonna go to the next game that we have on the slate here, which is um, you like. This is a game that really caught my eye, Capper, and I was I'm really tempted on the other side because I believe in their running game. But you like Tech plus two and a half at home against. Is it Tech getting two and a half at home against TCU? Yep, they are. Um, they're at home this weekend. I just. Like the more I watch TCU, the more I watch um, Gary Patterson. I I think he's on his. He's decline. such like, a. He's I think such, he's such a bitch. He's a dick. He's like. He, he's such well, a he, loser. he had a quote. He had a quote in the media this week. Uh, 
So, like, literally last week, they lose to SMU, and he accused SMU players of, like, assaulting his coach, and they watch the video, and it turns out that, like, the coach was knocked down by one of his own players or something. Uh, and then this week, they lost They lost to Texas, so he says, you know what, it's not... The, Texas, of course, gave Bijan Robinson 35 carries. He carried them to a victory, and Gary Patterson was like, well, yeah, they won, but you know it's not right. Like, if they want to play four years, he can't get. Uh, he can't. He sh- they shouldn't be giving him that many carries. And what is he doing? He's not playing four years. At the no program stands yeah. more to lose from Big Twelve expansion than TCU. Houston's which, going to jump them, which is fine. I so, would argue so Baylor does. Baylor could also jump them. Yes, I absolutely true, especially because they have a good basketball program, but. Um, the staple of Gary Patterson's programs for the last 15 years, dating back to when he was in the Mountain West, moving into the Big 12, has been their their defense. And their defense is mm-hmm. horseshit this year. Um, they can't stop anything. Like, they forced some turnovers last weekend against Texas um, that kept that game closer than it should have been. But overall, like, it's just not a good unit. Um, they don't do anything well. They, they can't stop the pass. They get bullied on the run, uh, in the trenches. It's just a shell of its former self. And I think it's a program that's lost a lot of its momentum, especially with SMU taking big strides, beating them handily a few weeks ago. Um, not only in that Dallas Fort Worth area, but in the state of Texas overall, because a lot of these teams have, you know, even if though, though they've been down, they've made some good strides lately. Um, and Texas tech, they've been running the football, like, crazy this year um they it's not a super exceptional team um but they're rushing the ball for 4.6 yards a carry um they move the ball well like they they just do uh, like a lot of things well on offense and i think they do enough here especially at home um that tcu game to me was their their super bowl against texas like they wanted to win that game they they're seven and three now against texas in the last 10 years um, including mm-hmm. that loss and two and eight before that game. Now they're coming yeah. off a loss. They're coming off a loss to SMU as well. They just have no momentum to me. I think this uh, is quick, t- quick timeout. Geno Smith ahead, has entered Robert. the game. Geno Smith has entered the game. He's driving too. You'll love to see it. Uh, still that's alive. like a, that's a him. great elite college um, football throwback right there. I. So my my main thing with this is just like how bad Tech looked against Texas and how much I like Zach Evans on TCU. That's the one thing that make gives me pause in this spot is uh I don't know I like I think TCU I don't think Evans was I don't think Evans was fully right last weekend. Um Yeah. But Patterson he made, got more carries. He made that quote because he didn't give his best player the ball enough. Um, in a game that was close, especially down the stretch, was just like, yes, he has to something to prove. But um, if you are a college football coach worth your weight and shit, like you're going to prepare for everything that Zach Evans has to throw at you. I so, would say Gary Patterson is worth his weight and shit specifically. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. It's just it's. Overall, it's not a good team. They have a few good bright spots, but um, I don't think Tech is that far behind them. Like they're they're pretty much even in the F plus. They're pretty much even in FPI. Uh, you get a home game, you're getting points. To me, this is a slam dunk. Oh, not a great I game, respect- but you'll probably see a lot of points in this one. I think. 
I respect you, Kaffer, but I, I do also, uh, like, there is, of course, the stat about how TCU's record tanks the week after playing Texas. They're usually really good against Texas, bad the week before, bad the week after. But they were getting they a little were. healthier. They did, they, did, they did shut down Casey Thompson in a way that Tech didn't. Uh, Casey Thompson couldn't do anything. Of course, B. John Robinson ran all over the place. I'm a little... I'm a little dubious. I don't know. This game is, it was like a, st- it was almost a stay away stop. I lean TCU. You make really, you make good points though. Rayman, where do you lean? Tech. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I think they're actually a pretty Fair good enough. team. Fair enough. They're, they're uh, fine. L- yeah. They're not exceptional. Go, they're fine. Let's go to another game uh, that, that you have, Rain Man. This is in the Pac 12. Uh, you like Wazoo with the unvaccinated Roloviches. His clock's ticking. I think the government of Washington will fire him by October 18th. Thank, <laughs> thank God. They're going to have but to. <laughs> let's see if they're going to. Let's see if uh, they can carry him off and all get infected with a big dub against Oregon State on the road. But you, you like him plus four in this spot. You know yeah. I love the Beavs. You know I, I, I love do. the Beavs. I, yeah, I, have, I have a confession to make. make that uh, I love and, the Beebs. <laughs> I swear, I love the Beebs. I'm sorry. When, when I looked into the actual box scores and the games and, and watched a little tape on these teams, I don't love the pick from that standpoint. But the reason why I kept it on my board, pretty tough slate this week, is because 88% of betters are on the Beeve. Which means it's time for you to, if that many people are going to Oregon State, time for me to zag. I'll take Washington State at home, getting four, home dogs barking money. Just have a hunch that this is going to be a close game. And when Oregon State's good, it's time to hop on the fake train. Vegas knows something here. Oh, oh. Dude, I can't argue with that. All I, I just would love, I wish sports books would like give you a credit if you were like one of the early people to bet on a team. I bet on Oregon State so early, it makes me sad that. Yeah, now it's too late though. <laughs> Oregon, it's not cool anymore. Oregon State is 88% on Oregon State? On the road. Could anyone have seen that coming? On the road. Can anyone have seen that coming? I So here's my here's, – I still think – I guess – I don't know. The concern is that Washington I, I, do, State doesn't do anything well. <laughs> they're not like a they're good football just, team. They're just very average. Um, but, they are rallying that's, around that's their part, unvaccinated coach, though. That's part of it, though, is that like this line is so small, and Oregon State has played pretty well against most of the teams they've played so far. That like, it gives you a double take, and then you're like, mm, I don't know. Dude, well, they Johnson. did just stomp Cal, but Cal's also not very good. Cal uh, this year. They usually so this is so it's the, one of the reasons why it's cool when you guys have the same picks is you always send me your picks separately. It's one of my favorite things before the show. You guys never know what each other's picks will be. As soon as Rain Man sent me this pick, I said I was I was taking the beefs. Uh, <laughs> that made me very very excited. It was a zero. That's the read, right? Joe is going to be on the beef. I'm taking Washington State. Honestly, but Joe's been hot. People, Joe's scary. Joe hot. has been hot, but you, you go been, years of track record, not a couple of weeks. Joe Joe has been fine. Um, <laughs> I uh, so you know what? So this game, that game's kind of trash. But you seem like it's a pretty light read. I gotta say, Rayman, you're digging yourself out of a hole here. I would expect a little more conviction on the pick in this spot. Hey, that was the fourth pick on the board. You jumped to it a bit early, and also timeout. Geno Smith touchdown to DK Metcalf. Holy shit, something's cooking in Seattle. Things you love to see. Uh, I guess. Uh, 
capper we can now go to a game and this is the game uh it is the second game it's on the slate that both you and rain man agree on the side it's oh, the game wow. of the week in college nice. football yes Penn state the lines on the road in kinnick in an afternoon game for some reason I know. But, we are uh like i guess penn Wait, state's the they... only one that gets to do cool night games are they... uh it's a 4 4 p.m kick oh i thought that was a big noon kick no, no big red river. Four. Okay. Yeah, they aren't gonna go against the Red River. That makes sense. Uh, but this game snubs so for game I, day though. You Tell guys me. are on the same side. I will uh, discuss. Let me touch on Iowa a bit, just because I got we. Well, Capper it was your lock of the week I'm last s- week. I'm still sick. They got fucking. <laughs> they fucking pantsed Maryland. They, yeah. they beat them. So, they had seven turnovers. They tore the leg off their best player and basically got a fumble inside the ten yard line, and that was the end of the game. Iowa looks so stout and well coached, but I am curious whether, like, I I. So what you, I think like I think Penn State's offense is the difference here. Is that what your guys read is? Absolutely it has to be yeah. absolutely. Uh, Sean Clifford versus Spencer Petras. Iowa defense, one of the best defenses in the country. Everyone knows it. You don't need to talk about it. But absolutely a horrific passing attack. Uh, Penn State's defense has almost been as good as Iowa's defense. People aren't really talking about them. But their offense is much better. Uh, the Iowa State win for Iowa looks weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. Meanwhile, that Penn State, that Auburn win, had carrying a little bit of weight after they went into Death Valley and got that win, even oh. if LSU's not that great. Uh, I just think Penn State's the better team, getting a few points on the road. Uh, and it sets itself up really nicely if Penn State wins this game for an undefeated Penn State against 66, Ohio State in three weeks. 66% of slips on the Hawkeyes on spot, which yep. is interesting. I would not have figured that, to be honest. I sort of, I guess I've heard a lot of people I respect are, seem to be on Penn State in this Well, it's because that week one win versus, they, they beat a ranked Indiana, terrible team, but got a lot of buzz and then destroyed Iowa State, so the hype was just... Everyone knows Iowa is good this year. Penn State, yeah. not that not that hot of a name yet. It's a home game coming off of a what forty point win as well. Like they, their Demolition. stock will never be I, higher that was, than it is that was going the into biggest this ass game. Kicking yeah, I've they also had year. they had the Friday primetime um, only thing in town game. It's it's pretty amazing because I think Sean Clifford's been at Penn State for seventeen years now. Um, yeah, dude, it, just it, wins. It he was he's there a good, before he's a the good scandal. Football he he is with the best <laughs> offensive coordinator scandal. he's ever had now in Mike Yersich, who has kind of turned that offense around. He's completing almost 70% of his passes, uh, 11 touchdowns, just three interceptions. He completed 85% of his passes against that Auburn team that's act, like has shown in every other game they've played, they are very like solid on defense. They are not a defense to just be messed with. Um I love the line movement here. I love the slips on this game. Um, I love that Penn State defense. It is so good. I know that Iowa defense is really good as well. Um, I think this is going to be a slugfest, but I just like, I defer to the better quarterback. I defer to the better offense here. Um, Spencer Petras still hasn't shown me enough. It's still just a very, like, bog you down, try to move the I chains guess, like, bit by bit for me with Iowa. And, and Penn State has a lot more to it than that. Um, with better Very personnel. cool that this is a three-versus-four game. Like, Iowa I and Penn State. This is that's, fun. That's a good story for this college football. I feel, I feel like Penn State is getting better. I have some fear of them laying an egg in this spot. 
they come in hyped up and like if they get punched in the mouth in this game i guess like i was really gonna grind it like i I, liked how they were able to i like how they were able to really they just controlled the game against maryland maryland was an explosive team and they controlled the game so well so that's like that's the fear but i mean like i'm looking at i'm looking at the stub hub right now cheapest ticket kennick is 225 bucks uh 225 goes far in the heartland like this yeah. is a big it's, game, higher, it's higher than the get in price by a hundred dollars that then red river yes yeah, so i i think like so mm-hmm. i guess like what are we underrating the home fields here one aspect of all of this that i think is kind of undervalued when you're looking at this is like the amount of turnovers that I was forced this season. Um, you already mentioned it seven last weekend. Um, one of the most, uh, efficient defenses at turning the ball over, but some of that stuff is like, they always talk about it. Like some of it is just like a little bit of luck. Like obviously you have to be, have good game plan and like have a good, like they have an amazing secondary. Like they have defensive guys who are going to be in the nfl for years and years to come yeah but like some of that stuff regresses to the mean a little bit like you can't force seven turnovers a game Uh, as as bad as tungaro was last weekend like that's not going to happen again against the sean clifford team like they're going to be they're very locked in buttoned up and and i think they're just going to be super efficient on offense i really love i really love dotson i think he's an all-american uh he's been uh he's he's a really really good player for them i'm curious whether i'm curious whether they have like a few different like runners like penn state's pretty deep they aren't gonna get out at like iowa clearly like out athleted maryland all over the field i don't think that can happen this game if both you boys are on it i guess i i had no read but i guess i'm gonna be this will be an all play this weekend on on did we hit that ucla game yeah, we, of course. It was Stanford, it was a big yeah. rubber, so yeah, we crushed yeah. it. Yep, yep, they yep, scored yep. Late. They Obviously. scored Let's carry late that to, like, mo. away. Let's carry that Obviously. mo. Obviously, carry that mo. Big weekend. This is surprising. Uh, I like this. Two two picks the same. Yeah. Also, Richard Gere, it's he's nice. doing fine, guys. I looked it up. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, you guys want to squeeze out a little more action? Well, I got I got another game first? still, buddy. You got well, you got one more game? No, you did. Syracuse I plus six and a half first Wake oh, Forest. Oh, I missed it. I you missed it. it. That's how, how you I, jumped to Washington. How State. could I miss yeah. an awful uh, game reverse like line that? Reverse line moving the slips on Syracuse. Thirty percent of slips moved off the key number of seven to six and a half. Uh, the game screams trap. When people talk about Wake Forest, I feel like 50% of the conversation, none of it's to Sam Hartman, amazing quarterback. It's always, oh, what about a potentially 8-0 Wake Forest heading into Chapel Hill to play UNC? Could that happen? Yes, it's far from a guarantee, and this is far too many points. Uh, Syracuse could actually win this outright. They've been pretty good this year after proving me wrong when I bet against them week one. They throttled Ohio. Their win against Liberty looks really, really good still, and it was a very, very close loss against FSU last week. At some point, FSU had to win a game, so I don't fault Syracuse too much for that road loss. I'll take Syracuse at home, even though Wake is solid. Syracuse ground attack led by Sean Tucker, averaging 6.4 yards a carry. Should be able to keep this close. 21st, first best rushing offense in the nation. Their quarterback is ass. Schrader, he can like run oh, the he's ball, terrible. but he can't throw but he's it. He's not as bad all. as Tommy it's DeVito funny. was, to be fair. And he my week, week like, one, I remember this specifically, was Tommy DeVito sucks. And he, he didn't play. So. He looks like a NCAA creative player where they put all the stats into his beard instead of his throwing ability. Uh, but <laughs> they do, like, they do. I This is honestly... Uh, a game that I kind of like too, only because 
the Carrier Dome is such a... F- I think it's just a fucking eerie place to play. It's, like, really empty. Vacuous. It might be it's, haunted. It's spooky season. Like, it's, it's October. Yeah, it's, it's a little October. spooky in there. Uh, I could totally see, like, okay, Wake Wake is not the 19th best team, and they are not the 19th not. best college football team in the country. Grow up, guys. Grow Correct. up. They're going to... This game... Uh, <laughs> Hartman's top 10 quarterback. I love, I'm, uh, love that guy. He slings it. He slings, dude, I watched slinger. that guy throw like four fucking interceptions against UNC last year. Brett Favre gunslinger. Uh, they are slinging. But I, I, so the one thing about Cuse in this spot that makes me not too thrilled is like, I'm pretty sure like uh dino's had like five players transfer out like in the past like since the season started they just lost a wide receiver to the transfer portal that's pretty decent uh eh. i don't know but this, th- i think this line is not insurmountable like it's it's a wake forest team that's 36th in the country in f plus 50th best defense it's not a no, it's not a good uh, team there's um, also just no way of knowing whether the players are transferring or the Carrier Dome is swallowing them up like strangers. Well, it's it's sort deal. of similar to Oregon State. When Wake Forest starts getting public bets, it's time to bet against Wake Forest. That I it's that I simple. love. That I actually believe yeah. in as a core. Signed tenant. off. And with that, uh, let's uh, let's review the slates once again, just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Goodness, Capper, uh, give me your slate first. Uh, Big Rubbers, Utah plus three and a half at USC. Uh, I've got Texas Tech plus two and a half at home versus TCU. Penn State plus one and a half at Iowa. Uh, UVA plus two and a half at Louisville. Incredible. Rayman, you're slight. The dogs were hungry. They went hungry last week, but they're fucking going to feast this week. Uh, so, yeah, with, with Capper on Penn State and Virginia, then you add in Washington State plus four against Oregon State and Syracuse plus six and a half against Wake Forest. Forgotten in Joe's heart, but not in ours. Incredible. Uh, now let now let's finally get to the the best segment of the podcast. The, let's face it, it's, it's the best segment. Uh, let's, these are the <laughs> these are the squeeze picks. Hey Capper, fast forward. It's Friday afternoon. You're watching the games. What are you doing on your phone? Scrolling Twitter. No. Oh, that's right. We're over at BYBW Podcast on Instagram, going viral with the hottest memes that have ever hit the application. Wow. Yeah. Forget WhatsApp. Forget Facebook Messenger. Instagram. BYBW Podcast. That's it. That's a take. That was 30 seconds. <laughs> Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. No, so dog. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! These are the squeeze picks. These aren't the official picks of the pod, but they're for anyone who just wants to squeeze out a little extra action on game day. Um, and we, of course, we couldn't leave you hanging with the surest thing in sports, and we aren't even fucking joking. Our King of the Hill, if I'm not mistaken, is now, it's 1-12 overall. Even par, par of a, we brought back our only winner. Par the only Coles, winner. He could a not do it. Also on Southern Mississippi. Uh, if you faded the, if you fade these picks, like you could literally just be a fucking millionaire. If you would just only fade these picks, uh, the King of the Hill is the best thing we got going, but we have a new entrant this week. 
Um, and, and you know what? This this might break our streak, but I, I highly doubt it. Let's see. What's up, Cap, Rain Man, and Joey P? It's the mayor here to break the King of the Hill curse. The haters and losers, of which there are many, say it can't be done. So I set out to learn how to break a curse. My journey led me to the most credible place on the interwebs, YouTube. It was simple, an expert said. You just need to create an altar to a higher power. So with this pick, let's build that <laughs> altar the kings of college football, the SEC, where defenses just mean more. The pick, Georgia, Auburn, under 47 points. The oh, reason, we went total. two of the top defenses in the country. A Georgia D like averaging 4.6 points per game. An Auburn rush D allowing just 85 yards per game. JT Daniels is not healthy. A rowdy Auburn crowd. Derek Mason, Kirby Smart. Guys, this has 2713 written all over it. So burn your sage and say your blessings. It's time to tell the sports books <laughs> to bring me my money. I'll see you boys next week. <laughs> so, so the mayor does oh not believe gosh. in the resurgence, uh, Bo Nix. I, uh, I love that. I love that pick. And also, I, like that uh, I don't lot. think... If he was called, he I, I realize he's called the mayor, but if he actually gets a king of the hill cut, pick correct, it'll be like more impressive than anyone I've seen in office do anything in like four years. Incredible! Uh, All I can think of when I think of mayor is like Foursquare now. How fucked up is that? That is fucked up. <laughs> uh, it's a disaster. I, we haven't we haven't had a total yet. Not really our style, but you know what? I'll allow it. It could uh, be. So, it could be the thing we need. That could be what. That could be what breaks the curse. So for all the people playing the odds, that's over forty-seven in UGA versus uh, Auburn. <laughs> if you want to fade that King of the Hill pick, uh, but good luck to the mayor. I'm hoping for the best of them. Let's go. Uh, this game wasn't on anyone's slate, but of course, always one of the best games of the weekend. I'm sure we all looked at it and thought about it. I've talked about it. We got the Red River shootout. Texas plus three, three and a half, depending on where you look. It looks like it's going around three versus OU. Uh, fellas, what what's your read here? Oh God, this one's tough. The horns. It's uh, tough. It's tough. It's, it's not tough. It's I, the horns. I think if you're there's two ways to bet the game in my mind. You take OU on the points because if Spencer Rattler uh, has his resurgence, which is, the OU offense is actually coming along over the last couple of weeks, then they should be three and a half points better than Texas. But this Texas team has a little swagger. I think they might be able to do it. So I, I, I'm, I'm going to be on Texas money line. It's a, it's a little scary. So I, obviously we talked about it a little bit a couple weeks ago um, when I picked OU that Spencer Rattler is not throwing the ball downfield anymore. He's throwing like 5% of his passes downfield. Everything's in, in the intermediate, but he is one of the but best it, intermediate highly passers efficient. in the country. He might be the best now at this point, under yeah. 20 yards. Um, and the Texas defense has been fairly bad um, overall. They got kind of torched by Duggan. Um, Ooh, that Arkansas loss points. looks bad now. KJ Jefferson scored a ton of points against them. Um, but they've got Bijan. They've got Casey Thompson. It's a rivalry game. We're throwing everything out the window. Yeah, and also Texas um, has more covered more the than here. they have in the last decade. So. Yeah, I think you have to take and the points here. This Texas is a huge game. They're they're four and one against the spread this year. Uh, but Texas, interestingly, even when they've been dog shit, played for bad coaches the past decade, they've kept this game close. They've covered the spread, I think, seven of the past nine years. Even uh, strong one a game too. Many of the yeah. games. But this is one where um, don't this do is it, the first, 
Well, it's the first Red River game I can genuinely remember since arguably Vince was on campus that I think Texas has the best player in the game. Um, in oh, B. John, B. John Robinson. Robinson. Oh, uh, huh. that hasn't that ha- that just hasn't happened. Um, and that's the part that I find interesting. Here's what I'm looking for. I think you have the the staple of OU in this game. Usually, is they get easy yards. They 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 get that open tight end on a flare. They get that those those like plays. And I'm curious whether Sark is going to be able to scheme some of those plays for Texas. Um, if they're able to get uh, a lot of people are talking about. Um, the, I think the biggest mismatch, I think uh, OU's D-line will be able to eat up Texas's offensive line in this spot. Um, I think you, that's my only, the biggest concern, I think, for a Texas fan is o, OU's defensive line looking like Arkansas's defensive line. The way you can combat that and what Sark didn't do against Arkansas is you need ball to throw space. the ball to the t- tight ends and Bijan Robinson. You get the ball in space to the backs. I, I think it can be close, but I don't have – I can't – I don't have a pick. I don't have a pick. I, I think you got to do Texas money line or OU points. Yeah. Uh, I And it's one of the – it scares me because I, I think – well-noted uh, Horns Homer, but uh, I the only stat I find that Very seems a little well encouraging, Texas Texas, F, Texas is five in FBI for, for the rain mans out there, which is ahead of o, OU, which is at 12. Um, yep. What I it's but similar. S&P been, and uh, ESPN's metric have OU I've been, is much better. I've been bringing up. Uh, I've been bringing this up. This the the old MySpace quote consistently. When when someone shows you their true selves, believe them. Uh, OU doesn't really have a lot of juice, do they? Do they seem like one of the top five teams in the country to you? Yes. No. All right. A- absolutely. Absolutely. They they've, they've right. eked out wins against K-State. You're, you're holding out. them to a regular season standard OU that is two or three or four in the country. And this year, everyone's kind of a bit down. OU's as much down, but they've still separated themselves. from competition. They're still undefeated OU, guys. It's, Come on. This, it's the second longest win streak in the country coming into this game. I think Spence, I think there's some <laughs> weird fucking record. juju going on with Spencer Radler. I think when you get in his face, he like I, the thing is like I don't think Texas's defensive line is going to be able to pressure them. I think they're going to try to bend and not break. What I will say, Texas, uh, you take away the kick return for a touchdown. They held TCU under uh, 20 points. They've been pretty good in that regard, even if they're under eight. They, I mean, that's fair. Uh, in terms of just, yeah, it, this the defense. Uh, so I'm, I think defense, that they, though. it's one of those. I, I, if I had to take one pick, I'm, I'm leaning under. Um, but that's that's about the extent I got for uh, the Red River game. And now, do you guys feel like making some real fucking money? Do you feel? Do you have any interest in making some real fucking money? Because I got a four teamer that's gonna melt your goddamn faces off. How dare you disrespect <laughs> my four teamers? Uh, to start things off, if, uh, I guess I gotta say from the top. If you had bet my four teamer last week, if you bet only ten dollars on my say four it. teamer last week, Tell you would have made zero dollars <sighs> because I went two and two. Uh, overall, <laughs> um, it was uh, it, it wasn't great, but I'm turning around. I've hit one of these already, and I'm starting off with a game uh, that I'm frankly not going to think about. Florida minus 39 versus Vanderbilt. Uh, don't care any amount of points. Uh, just put that in. Uh, next game, we're uh, not going to talk about it. next game. 
Alabama minus 18 at Texas A&M. Vibes, vibes are bad in Aggie land. They had this weird video of their yell leader go viral. And it wasn't even really a damning video, if you understand how fucking weird this school is. But for the uninitiated, it was generally, like, shaking. Um, it, it really just bothered people. And uh, That leg lift weird, haunts me to this day. Weird place. Uh, they started the season number five. Uh, lost twice, should have lost to Colorado. Uh, they Haynes King is out. Calzada is their quarterback, and he is just bad. lost. They he's bad. he's bad. They lost to Mississippi State last week, and look, uh, they got yeah. They're they're at home at night. Technically a big game. Spirit of Aggieland, all that fucking horse shit. It doesn't matter. Bam is recruiting some of the same players as A and M. They're gonna run this shit up. The line's eighteen. It should be fucking thirty. Uh, Note, I would take noted, any amount of noted horns, Homer. Any amount of points on Bama in this spot. Fuck them both. Uh, next, we got uh, Virginia Tech plus one versus Notre Dame. Uh, it's a, it's the same school that we've seen all year. They are average, average, average. Uh, another school that has bad mo. Uh, Notre Dame. They're coming off that loss against Cincy, basically meaning their their season's over if they wanted to win, b- losing the playoff by a lot again. And uh, uh, Isaiah McKenzie, current NFL player, told a story this week about decommitting from Notre Dame after Brian Kelly told him uh, that their secret to success was that the players uh, didn't fuck. Uh, just a, a nightmare <laughs> optics wise. They might never sign another recruit. All the players on the team realize help isn't coming. Uh, the end is nigh. Transfer out. Program is dead. Virginia Tech outright, but take them plus one. Uh, UNC minus 17 and a half versus Florida State. As soon as I saw the line, it was a take. You got a bad team on the road. The end. UNC is going to score 60 points in this game. Come back to me next week. We're going to laugh about how UNC scored 60 points in this game. They will score 60 points. And that is your (laughs) four-teamer. Florida minus 39, Bama minus 18, or any number. Virginia Tech plus one over Notre Dame. And UNC minus 17.5 versus Florida State. I actually think the Vanderbilt pick is the worst one. That's going to be the undoing. (laughs) Uh, Too many points. I... I really like Vatek this weekend because I think the line just is ridiculous, and I think they are begging you to take Notre Dame. It's a, I'm a it's little a scared about Drew Pine, though. I think Drew Pine is better suited for this Notre Dame offense than Jack Cohn is. I just think it's the plus one line. It's a gift. They already gave us that gift against UNC. Just take this gift. You're giving take Virginia Tech. Yeah, we, we, we've seen it's the like, script here. It's think today. about what this – what is, Enter what Sandman. Is, what does this game mean to Virginia Tech versus what does it mean to Notre Dame? Everyone everyone playing for Notre Dame is fucking bummed. They have a coach who fucking sucks and is mean as shit, and now they're on the road in a meaningless game. Blackburg's, and, and Blacksburg's at, at, at Blacksburg. Blacksburg, is, it's it's worth, I think, two, two or three touchdowns to Virginia Tech, if I'm being honest. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. No one likes playing there. It's they play the Metallica song. Stuff, yeah. uh, and then they, they just do the thing. Uh, that's uh, a that's 14-er. I feel pretty good about it, boys. We got a big weekend ahead. Oh, boy. Two, two very, very big games. I'm going to just sit inside and do nothing. I can't wait. It's the best. Yeah. <laughs>